Welcome to the Love and Life After Divorce podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. On this podcast, you will feel empowered to release the feelings of shame, trauma, isolation, and sense of loss that can often come from a difficult marriage, painful breakup, and divorce. You will be given the insights and inspiration you need to love yourself fiercely, be sure of your worthiness, and to handle the challenges of post-divorce life with strength and humor. Hello, everyone, wonderful listeners. Welcome to the Love and Life After Divorce podcast. I am Tiffany Kane, your host, and I am here with the glorious, magical, beautiful Swat Kasham. She is a photographer and a mother of three, and she has an absolutely fascinating story. I connected with Swat over one of her magical photographs of a beautiful Nigerian grandma. Swat took it when she was in Nigeria and she posted this photograph and I fell in love. It took my breath away and I knew I had to talk to Swat because she has a certain magic. And then once I talked to her, I had to have her on the podcast because listeners, I think you are going to absolutely love her, love her story and connect with so many things she says. So Swat, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> applause, Thank applause. You, <laughs> Will you and thank you to the people listening. <laughs> Will you tell us a little bit about that magical picture that I fell in love with? Yes. So uh, I took it in Nigeria where I'm from and I just started working with a budding magazine and they wanted me to be their own on location photographer for all kinds of stories. And I was sent on location to this uh, pottery village to just take pictures of the work there and the women there working, mostly women with their kids sometimes. And as I was done, just leaving at the end of the day, I saw this old woman just taking a beat from all the work because they they, they don't have uh, professional kilns. It's an open flame, you know, and they mm. throw the pots so she was sweaty and tired and just taking a rest. And I just thought there was this grace and elegance about her face. I wondered about her story, what, you know, her story was, why she's here at this age, doing this top job under the hot sun in front of a bonfire. And I went up to her and I asked if I could take a picture. And being from the generation that she is, she was a bit concerned about a camera being in her face just some woo-woo, you know, thing about <laughs> yes. the camera. Yes. And she didn't want it. And I kept coaxing her like, you know, like a granddaughter with a grandmom. And I kept saying, Mama, Mama, let me take this picture of you, please. Do you want me to cry? Do you want me to leave sad? And she found that quite amusing. And she was struggling not to smile at me. And then the women around her kept like clapping, you know, and do it for her. Let her take your picture. Mama, sit down. A woman even run, ran up to her to fix her, her top. And then she just sat and looked at me. And I took the shot. And all her, it felt like all her energy, her power, the grace of being that old and seeing life just came through. And it takes my breath away mm-hmm. to this day when I look at the image and her eyes. There's so much power in the eyes. It is. It is an absolutely spectacular image. I just loved it. Thank you Thank so much you. for sharing that. And I think 
from your description and the way you talked about her, it really shows who you are as an artist and as a photographer. Oh, yeah. Um, we'd love to hear more about you. Um, you have a really interesting life story. So will you give us a little bit of your background? Yes. So like I mentioned, I was born in Nigeria, grew up in Nigeria. I moved to the States when I was 37. So I'm already an old, mature woman. And um, I grew up in a family of uh, six kids, three boys, three girls. My dad was a mechanical engineer. My mom was a seamstress and baker. And she was just very good with business. Anything she put her hands to do would just flourish. And uh, my dad was also uh, a part-time minister, an evangelist. So I grew up with all of that. And I was such a dream, uh, enraptured child. I always dreamed about stuff. I loved reading the the fairy tale books and I would vanish. I was the kind of child that vanished into books. Today you have, you call a child and they're lost in their uh, Nintendo Switch or whatever. I was a child who was lost in a book and my mom, mom would be calling and I wouldn't hear because I'd vanished into the world of books. I loved playing with boys. I was a tomboy. I just loved adventuring and um, I never knew that I would come into the world of photography it was not around me, but I loved the camera. I was never shy of the camera. And I would go through my mom's same stress books. I don't know if you ever saw those uh, catalogs from the 80s <laughs> where it had all the, the fabrics and the styles. Yes. And I would just stare at the images. And my mom thought maybe I would want to be a seamstress, but I never had that uh, inkling. But pictures drew me in mm -hmm. and I loved sitting with people like uh, guests would come, neighbors talking and I would be the child sitting at my mom's feet listening to these women talking about all kinds of stuff or my older cousins and the older men will be talking about communism, socialism, capitalism. There were words I didn't understand. But I just loved how they were so fevered in their you know, debates and all of that. So I just discovered that I I studied people. Mm -hmm. I really studied people, even from a uh, young age. And that came into photography as well. I would be the person who would go into a room and I would notice for some reason was like, I could see the energy. I would notice the person unsure of themselves or uncomfortable. And I would want to go and talk to them immediately. And Growing up, I became that person that would be in the room, hiding in the corner, not sure about talking to anyone. And it would always hurt me that no one noticed me mm -hmm. and I would be the one noticing others. So, yeah, that's me. I just am drawn to people's spirits, I would say. Yes. And I think you have a gift for capturing them and bringing them out and bringing out a magical side. Um, listeners, if when you get a chance to look at SWAT's um, photos on her Instagram page, you will be blown away. So I want to, some people may be saying, well, what does a photographer have to do with um, love and life after divorce? And I think it has so much to do with it. I know in my personal experience, one of the first things I did after divorce was I did a photography session with just mm -hmm. me. 
And it was the most vulnerable thing I've ever done. But I left that in utter amazement at the way the photographer saw me because I didn't see myself that way. And so that was a, a really big reason besides being just super in love with your magic and who you are. And I just wanted to spend more time with you. That's the reason I wanted you to come on the podcast. So with that in mind and the way photography can help us take, a lot of times we have a hard time with that internal self-love, but there are external factors that can help to build that, help us to see the beauty inside us, which I think a good photographer really does. So with that in mind, what, what do you do as a photographer to capture that magic and find that beauty inside? You said something when you described your own experience. You said you loved how the photographer saw you mm-hmm. to be seen. Mm-hmm. That is the key element that drives me, one of the key elements in my photography, because I want you to be seen. Imagine it's your birthday and someone you really care about, someone who loves you, takes you out for dinner or whatever, and they're celebrating you. Whether we admit it or not, we like to be celebrated. We love to be celebrated. And it's not a frivolous thing at all. Every human spirit should be celebrated by people who genuinely love you. And that's what my photography is about. I know what it feels like to feel invisible. I know what it feels like to not be seen. And you want to yell and scream, see me, see me, I'm here. You know, so a photo session with me is about doing that for you. Just what for whatever reason, you're turning a certain age, you're achieving a certain milestone. You went through a divorce, like you said, and one of my most recent clients is one who the divorce just got finalized. She had put on weight during the marriage, and that was one of the things that was being used to make taunt her. Mm. She went into a gym, lost the weight, got strong, celebrating her new strength, seeing herself again and it was such a release i can't tell you how many times she cried from the day of the consultation to the day that i delivered her wall art to put on on her in her house and she shared it with her two young sons the session so it was a moment where she was celebrating herself and the older son was hit harder than the younger one Mm -hmm. through the divorce yes and she said he had gone into himself but the photo shoot, she was so um, amazed and grateful at the way I was able to bring out, bring him out of mm-hmm. himself. And you could see it in the pictures. It was his eyes took your breath away. I'm not kidding. There was a moment I was retouching his image and I looked into his eyes and I let out this. I didn't realize I'd been holding my breath. And it was, I said, goodness, this boy, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's about being seen. It's about celebrating yourself. It's about spoiling yourself and investing in your happiness, even if for one day. Some people think it's frivolous. It really is not. It's it's self-care. It's self-soothing. And you have these beautiful images to remember for the rest of your life. And I tell my clients, they're legacy images. You can hand them over to your kids who hand them over to their kids is just something to celebrate. Mm-hmm. 
especially your photographs because they oh, are <laughs> they they are just so special. They're not your everyday portrait. When we were talking before, when I first connected with you, you said a phrase that sent my head spinning. It was just so <laughs> glorious. It was like it was poetry, magical poetry. You said you carry inside you the powers of galaxies and the universe. And you said that's what you see in people. Will you explain that? Yes. So I said that coming from my faith. And in the Bible, it says that when God created Adam, he put Adam together and then he breathed his breath into Adam. And that's what made Adam's lungs and heart kickstart. And I'd always heard that as a kid. I read that in the Bible as a kid. But it just stays in the background mm -hmm. until when I was beginning to go through my own process of coming out of feelings of uh, lack of self-worth, feelings of, of, of being demeaned or degraded, not seen. And I remembered that. And what hit me was, you have the very breath mm. of God in you who created the galaxies and the universe don't sell yourself short it's like you have this power that has been given to you and you're here being small being timid thinking you're nothing my goodness you are everything so rise up in that knowledge in that power that you have the very breath of god in you and those are, that's the galaxies and the universe. And just, ugh. Oh my gosh. You are, you are like, I, uh, I have butterflies in my stomach. You I just give myself butterflies. You are so inspirational and magical. And oh my gosh, I'm hopping on a plane and coming out to you um, at yes. some point because yes. I, I have to meet you in person. <laughs> Yes, I love that. <laughs> um, when we're talking about a photo session uh -huh. and we are lucky enough to have a photographer that sees us, I think somebody like you is is one in a million. So I won't say we're lucky enough to have a photographer that sees the galaxies and universes inside us, <laughs> um, but I am going to come to you at some point. But when we're lucky enough to work with a photographer that sees us, uh -huh. How do we open up? Because sometimes being seen is terrifying. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So how do you create a connection mm. as the, you can speak as the photographer, right. but is there a way for, say, me as the person getting the picture taken? Because I'll tell you right now, I don't really, I'm terrible at it. I turn, I turn into automatically. I'm like, ah! <laughs> all my pictures. I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh so goodness. how do we, it's like, I, I stop being me when, when right. the camera comes on. Right. I like my, my spirit runs away. I agree with, with your old lady in Nigeria. <laughs> I feel like photos like steal my spirit. So, oh my <laughs> so how, how do we feel more natural in front of a camera? Yes. Um, 
so I am grateful that I was, I am wired in a way that people seem to find peace around me. Mm-hmm. And it's not from something I have done. It's something that God gave me. So I'm not going to act like boast about it. But it's something I've heard my clients say. Swat has never met a stranger. She made me feel so comfortable. I don't know. I just felt like I was mm-hmm. with an old friend. So these are things that people have said. And um, from the first consultation, well, not consultation, but from the first inquiry call, when they're calling to find out, okay, so what does it, what do you charge? What am I, what's expected of me? I already talked to you like a friend. Mm-hmm. Like we're just catching up. That's one. Then when we have the first consultation where you do come in and we discuss themes and um, your vision for your photo shoot, it's very relaxed. Mm-hmm. I ask you questions that have nothing to do with photography. I'm getting to know you. And that's something amazing. People want to be heard. Mm-hmm. They want to be seen and they want to be heard. And one, once I just stay and I'm there and I just prop my head to the side and I say, so tell me about yourself. What did you do? Where were you born? And it always happens. The person takes in this deep breath and they start saying, oh, I was born here. This is what I do. I have blah, blah, blah kids. And before you know it, I am telling you, I'm not exaggerating. I have had people sit for an hour, two hours, and we're just talking. And this was just a consultation to find out what you want to wear, how you want your hair done. And before you know it, someone is here and they're crying about someone who said something to them. And I just listen. Mm -hmm. And I love it because I'm honored by it that I've had people say, I've never said this to anyone. And they're saying it to me, you know. So from that point on, they become relaxed. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I'm coming for a photo shoot with a friend. Yeah, that initial fear or uh, caution has been removed, and even though at the point of the camera comes up and they begin to, oh, it's for real, I'm being photographed. I tell them, relax. First of all, relax, and I'm always goofy enough for making a fool of myself. I'm willing to do that for my client to laugh, so I will be your clown. I do not mind, <laughs> and I get them to relax that way. And we talk about all kinds of things. I'm teasing them, making fun in a good way, of course, not in a uh, deprecating way. And they just begin to relax. I'm telling you, after the first few shots, you come into your own. Mm. And by the second dress, some clients (laughs) have just, they let loose. I'm not exaggerating. The inner model comes out. And of course, I have mimosa to get you limber. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't drink, then I don't know what we're going to do. We'll, I'll, still, I'll, I'll have to up up the ante of being a silly goof. But yes, there's mimosa. There's your favorite music, the music you like. That also helps to relax because, okay, this is, this is my jam. And I'm going to roll with it and I'm going to dance. And my makeup artist is such a sweetheart as well. She's such a bright light. We connected. So she's also there, you know, just making them feel good. You look so beautiful. She'll go print the hair and, you know, if something is falling out of place. So you're getting all this love and you respond to it. 
I have, I can count on my two hands the number of clients that have not responded to that love. Mm -hmm. And that was, they just needed to deal with something within themselves more. But yeah, that's it. So I think what I'm taking from this is the way to feel comfortable getting your photos taken. Yeah. Really by anyone is to feel a connection and to feel loved and seen and to be comfortable. And have fun. And have fun. Have fun with it. Something I noticed as I was looking through my own pictures is that when I was married, there weren't very many pictures of me. I took lots of pictures of my children. Mm-hmm. Um, I took lots. Sometimes there were family photos, but it was extraordinarily rare that there were any pictures of me. And it was one of those, like as my marriage was ending and I was moving on on my own, it was an aha moment I had as I'm packing up mm-hmm. my photos and things like that, looking through albums, I noticed I was missing in my own life. And it made me think, actually, photos are very, very important. So I'm wondering for you, what what advice would you have for women that are, let me me step back, because the question is, I know there weren't many pictures of me in the marriage because I didn't feel seen in the marriage and I felt sad and I didn't want pictures of that. So when we're able to leave that situation, how do we now um, feel the love for ourselves and want ourselves in pictures, right? Like how do we do that? That is, that is a very good question. Um, I would say feed off the energy of um, realizing you've done something really amazing for yourself by leaving a situation that I don't like to use the phrase not serving you. That sounds very selfish, Mm -hmm. but I think you left a situation that was destroying you and was killing your spirit. And there's nothing more important than a human spirit. So you do all you can to, you know, maintain that. Now, once you've done that, realize now I deserve to be seen. Mm -hmm. I deserve to be heard. And I've done this amazing thing. So I'm going to celebrate every moment I can. And that is as simple as taking selfies with your kids. And I realize that with myself, I'm the photographer professionally. So which means I'm always wanting to take pictures of everyone else because I'm going to do an amazing job. I'm going to get awesome pictures of them at play or whatever. And I realized they're going to grow up and mom is not in these pictures because mm-hmm. she's the one taking the pictures. And so recently when we went on vacation to the beach, I told my oldest son, okay, you're going to take the camera and you're going to take some shots of me playing with your younger brothers. I have to be in this picture. There's no way we're going to talk about this vacation one day and I'm not in this picture. And he said, he was really excited because he he knows, yes, mom, you're always taking our pictures. So I went there in the sand with my boys and he took the pictures and I'm so glad. So if you can, anyone around, 
take a beat and say, okay, you take the camera, you take my phone and take pictures and try to take selfies with your kids as much as you can. Just find a way to be in those pictures and then invest in a photo shoot Mm -hmm. with your kids or whoever is in your life that you love so that you will have these images for life and you will be documented in those memories versus being the one always taking the pictures or organizing the pictures being taken. So it starts from loving whatever you've achieved in life and wanting to celebrate that and celebrate your human spirit. I love how your phrase you use, that you are documented in the memories. I think um, a lot of times in history, um, women haven't been documented in history. They haven't been documented in the memories. Their voices haven't been recorded in the stories. And it is absolutely vital that our voices are heard and that our images are seen and that we feel comfortable with that. Um, yes. Definitely. I, I love that you said that. <laughs> I love <laughs> that you said that. Okay. So you mentioned taking selfies. Yes. You mentioned taking selfies with your kids, which I find uh-huh. easy. Okay. I can pop it with my kids and, and that's awesome. fine. But selfies with myself, SWAT, I'm terrible. So (laughs) my personal homework after this podcast is going to be to try to take a good selfie. Awesome. Um, But I've looked at you and at your work and you have so many good selfies. Oh, wow. So many good selfies. So what advice do you have for women for... um, capturing themselves, taking a good selfie. I'm always going back to feelings mm. um, because that's where magic is created a lot. So for instance, like I, I threw on this wig and I did my face so I'm presentable mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> and as I was sitting here just waiting for the time that I would join you on, on live, I uh, I decided to let's see what it looked like, you know. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I've seen myself in the mirror, but and I took the phone and I'm like, okay, it's a good day because sometimes you just look at your face and for some reason it's not <laughs> looking good. I don't know why. I'm like, okay, it's a good day, so yeah, take a selfie. Learn angles as well. Mm-hmm. So before you take the shot, just play around. Okay, up, down, this way. Hmm. Is this my good side? Is this my bad side? And in photography, they say find the light. Mm-hmm. So go around the room you're in and find out at this angle, is the light flattering on my face? Is it flattering to my skin tone? And once you find it, find the angle and you take the shot. But it's always about a feeling as well. Hmm, how am I feeling today? Sometimes you didn't even put on makeup, mm-hmm. but you're just feeling sassy. Mm-hmm. Whip out that phone and take a selfie because that energy comes through. I'm telling you, it just comes through. There are days that I was just in my PJs and I threw on a hoodie and I just love the way the hoodie just sat mm-hmm. on my shoulders and on my head. And I thought, hmm, I look cute. So I went to my window found the light, found the angle. For me, it's always up because I am 
I'm big, so I find the angle which is upwards and phone downwards, so it makes you look slimmer. And I push my chin forward. That's something I teach my clients: chin forward. Yeah, that's what you're doing. It's like (laughs) imagine how the turkey moves. So it's chin forward. Is yes, that's it, and it just (laughs) eliminates double chins for those of us who are big, and then the saggy chin for those who have the bit of a saggy skin and it just gives you that powerful look so that's how to take a selfie you are such a glorious human being (laughs) (laughs) you know what i think is really special with you is this um playfulness you have with your the way that you interact with people yeah and this fun vibe and spirit and just this this joy it's I feel so much joy when I talk no, to you. Thank you so much. That's I'm glad. It means so much for me to, for you to say that because it was joy that had gotten missing for many years, and it's just coming back again. And I'm glad you're seeing it. I'm absolutely seeing it, which takes me into <laughs> our fun section now, Yay. where we get to learn some fun things about you. Um, I ask these questions of all my podcast guests. So the first one is. Well, books. And being that you and I are both crazy about books, I think this will be a really fun question. Would you like to have more personalized support in rebuilding your best life after divorce? Would you like the benefits of coaching and having a community of like-minded women supporting and empowering you? I would love to have you as a member of my Love and Life After Divorce membership group. In the Love and Life membership group, you will have monthly live group coaching calls with me, a monthly book club, accountability sisters, support sessions, empowerment activities, goal setting challenges, and so much fun. Click on the link in the show notes to join. So do you have a book right now that is either you're just completely lost in because it's so fun to read or you're really inspired by... What kind of what what do you have right now? Unfortunately, I'm not reading anything. <gasps> my my life is inundated with so many things I'm trying to do. I would love to be able to read, but I'm not reading anything right now. Unfortunately. Well, that's okay. What is one of your favorite books that you've ever read? Ah, number one favorite book in the whole wide world is Things Fall Apart by Nigerian novelist Chinua Achebe. He's passed on now. Uh, yes, his, it's a fabulous book. It's been translated into so many languages. And he, before he passed, he was a professor in a university here, I forget, in the U.S., but yeah, I forget which one. Is that That's a fiction my, or a nonfiction? It's fiction. Okay, it's, it's fiction. on my must-read list for Things sure. Things Fall Apart. Things Fall Apart. I love that. It's very fitting for this podcast too, I think. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if we're making a movie about your life and you get to choose the soundtrack, what three songs are on the soundtrack of the movie? Any song by Stevie Wonder. Mm. Um, Any song by Lauryn Hill. And um, I don't know. I think this was by the Beatles. Here Comes the Sun. Mm -hmm. I love that song. Yeah. Those are perfect. Those are great for you. I love it. All right. 
now we come to the big one, the big risk. So what is a recent thing that you're really happy that you took the risk and you said yes to? Yes. So um, recently I came across the, this photographer. She reached out to me and she's teaching photographers how to take your business to the next level. And it was a huge commitment financially, but I wrestled with it. I prayed about it and I took the leap and already the, 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 the lives, the teaching is just my, the synapses are firing. Mm. So I'm really glad I took the leap. It's stretching me, mm-hmm. but I like that. I believe we should always grow and stretch. So I'm glad I did that. That's fantastic. You know, that kind of, that brings me to really what we're doing is growing and and the way you grow is you get help along the way like it's really yes. hard to grow on your own and exactly. so usually it's maybe you find a community or you find a coach or you take a course or you surround yourself with people that are trying to grow in the same way as you exactly. and that's just so important. It's vital. We can't do this stuff on our own. Yep. I love that. Well, thank you. Thank you. So how can our listeners find you? Well, you can find me on Facebook. My business page is uh, Swat Kasham Photo Imagery. Don't be afraid when you go there and you don't see pictures. I had to restart my business page (laughs) again. So I'm legit. I'm not a scam. It's real. It's just I had to redo my business page. So that's why it looks empty. You can find me on Instagram. Also same name, Swatkasham Photo Imagery. And uh, my website, www.swatkasham.com. Those are the places you can find me. And if you are in New Jersey, give me a call. I'm going to get on a plane and head out to you soon because that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure today. Listeners, um, please, please check out Swat Kasham. You're just going to be so happy. You'll be um, transported to another place with her photography. It's amazing. Uh, Please do us a favor and comment on this podcast, leave a review. Also search for us on Instagram and DM us. We love talking to listeners. Ask us questions. Tell us what you thought. We want to hear from you. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Go ahead, Swat. Thank you. Oh, I was just saying, yes, find (laughs) us, DM us, talk to us, reach out. Let's connect. And on that note, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you, everybody. Bye, everyone. Have a blessed weekend. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Love and Life After Divorce podcast. If anything resonated with you in the podcast, I would love to hear about it. Please DM me on my Instagram at Tiffany Kane. Also, if this podcast makes you think of a friend that could benefit from hearing this message of support and empowerment, please share it with her. And remember, this podcast is sponsored by the Love and Life After Divorce Membership Group. We would be so thrilled to have you join. Have a beautiful day. And remember, of course, it's all about you. Hashtag self-love.